Do you love the Bad Film Club? Consider supporting us through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you want to give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in our show description to support us in any way that you can. We really appreciate it. This is the Bad Film Club, starring Holly Gordon and Shanae Vigaina. Your feature is about to begin. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. We have just realised we have been talking for like an hour before we <laughs> yeah. started recording. The pre-record record. Yeah, it was Love like it. A, it was a catch-up, wasn't it? But it was all good. Yeah. Um so this is the Bad Film Club. We talk about bad films. I'm Holly Gordon. And I'm Shanina Vigela. And this week we're doing the horrendous film, 2016 film. Dirty Grandpa. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I forgot this film existed until like a couple of days ago. Well, yeah. like sort of. Like I think I got it, always would get it mixed up but with the, the Jackass film. Yeah, but also there's another one that it really reminds me of, which is Bad Santa. You know that one with Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. I feel like they just have the same vibe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, massively. I cut you completely yeah um so this film yeah came out in 2016 it was directed by dan mazer and yeah. written by john m phillips so dan mazer the director is the longtime writing partner and production partner of sasha baron cohen so he's worked on ali g in the house um borat bruno so like these um classic comedies i want to say classic yeah classic comedies and this is horrendous in comparison this is bad like it is a painful painful watch it's on amazon prime at the moment and it's the extended edition and it's it's fucking painful it's yeah painful to watch because it's like every other like we'll get into it but like for me it was just like every other word was just offensive let me give a quick quick summary basically a man an older man's um wife dies and his grandson and like, he's estranged from his son, and he asks his grandson to drive him to Boca from wherever they are um, for, like, because he said that he's lost his driving license. Said granddad is Robert <laughs> fucking De Niro, um, and said grandson is Zac Efron, and it's really, like, a trip to that in disguise so that he doesn't, Zac Efron doesn't marry his psychotic fiance. And also for the granddad to have sex with younger girls. Didn't he get like a uh, kind of, you know, uh, his wife was like, you could do whatever you want, like live your life. Yeah, you should just live your life. But I feel like when people say you need to move on and like live your life, this is not what they have in mind. No, this is a mess. This is an absolute (sighs) mess. Um, So the main two is cast is obviously Robert De Niro, which... I just want to know why he like signed on for this, but it's probably why. I do not know. And also because this is around the time where he did other like more heartfelt films like The Intern with Anne Hathaway. Oh my God. And, do you remember that film? Uh, yeah, I loved I him in that film. But also I feel like who did he make this film for? Because Robert De Niro's stands are not going to like this performance either. No, they're not. No. Um, Zac Efron... This probably felt like a departure from... He was probably still trying to shake off his high school musical sort of thing. But he was also like Bad Neighbours with... Yeah. With like a um, I was going to say, but Dave it feels Franco. like kind of the same role. Yeah. But reversed. Yeah. You know, like switched. Yeah, yeah exactly. But like, he's done better comedies than this, I think. Yeah. And then there's obviously was... the supporting cast, which is like Jason Manzoukas, who plays the exact same character every time he's in a film. Um, yeah. Uh, Aubrey Plaza... Zoe Dutch, um, Dermot Maloney. Maloney, <laughs> I love him. Who plays and like Zac he's Efron's born dad. to have played a dad. Like I love him. Zac Efron's dad. He's a hot. He's a hot dad. Yeah. Like Zac Efron's dad, Robert De Niro's son. Yeah. Um, Can Adam, I just say that yeah. the only casting that mattered to me mm-hmm. was Aubrey Plaza. I love her. Like I have a. Massive I love her. Fuck off, girl crush for her. She is. 
Uh, don't say girl crush. Crush. Sorry, That's it. She's my crush. Full stop. End of period. Um, yeah, I agree. I love her. So Look much. at her. Of course you do. Who doesn't? After watching Happiest Season, I decided that my, my like I'd probably be the happiest with her. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's really good at physical comedy. I do not know how she played this role without cracking She's up so the entire time. Confident in like her skill. Um yeah. and like her love com- to see and her comedic timing and value. Mm, mm, um, mm. And just like sarcastic as fuck, which we love. Yes, I yeah. She's got dry humor, which I think a, which appeals to British people. Yeah, us. We really appreciate it, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially because we're so dry. Like, yeah, yeah, she's she's really we really like her. Um, okay, so. Uh, Oh, this... Should we just get into it? Yeah. Why... So yeah, why do you think this is a bad film? I just hated every single minute of it. And I didn't even write down how long it was because it's... that extended edition was horrible. The extended edition is a, is one hour 40. And then the, I guess the cinema... Oh, I should caveat this. I saw this in the cinema. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about you first? Because you saw this in cinema. Can I ask firstly... Okay. Why? I'm not going to name names, but I have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> not We're not naming and shaming on this podcast. No, I have a very dear friend who is still one of my closest friends, maybe best friend. Um, and I went, we lived together at uni and we really just wanted to go and re- see a stupid film. And I think like we, I've always had like a, like an interest, like a little crush on Zac Efron. Like I really just like think he's just yeah. like cute and he's just like a bit of a, like he's like whatever he's like just doing his life like he's fine i just enjoy like i enjoy seeing his career happen so he's just one of those actors that i like enjoy so i was always gonna i was like interested i think like my friend at the time that's like i'm not friends with her but like my friend at at the time we were just like trying to find something silly to watch um we went out we decided let's just do dinner in cinema like evening because we had never we hadn't done that in so long and this i think was like one of the only things on so we went to go and see it and it is the prime exact I was just like what the hell is this and I went oh I went with one friend my friend who I've mentioned and our, and our other housemate my other housemate has this kind of humor where it's a really childish slapstick like not mm. not smart not like it's all laughs of like the behalf of someone else and it's laughs of like mm. you know bodily humor and like it's not clever so it's not the kind of stuff I like. I think like, but the thing is, I can't say that I dislike it because I like stuff like Superbad, but Superbad mm. is so well done and mm. like is such an iconic piece of comedy. Like you don't make them like that anymore. Whereas I think this is a very cheapened like uh, comedy that is trying to be part of that like umbrella of like yes that american comedy and this like doesn't work and i went to cinema yeah annoyed that i had to sit through this and i think that and i haven't watched it ever since since until for this podcast i just remember it being very uncomfortable like i felt very uncomfortable whilst like my other friend was laughing so we got different we got different styles of humor it's all cool <laughs> um yeah but like yeah i was annoyed i paid actually well mm, probably wasn't actually annoyed i paid for it because like when i went where i went to uni is dirt cheap so the cinema was very very cheap at the time so yeah, i didn't probably like fair. lose that much money but i didn't i remember leaving the cinema not feeling that impressed by it and i was a bit kind of like why did zach efron do this and I was yeah. more I was more angry about him and his decision and his career decisions. <laughs> what is this career move? Um, yeah. But yeah, so and now and that was in twenty sixteen. This came out in twenty sixteen, so and now it's twenty twenty one and this film has aged terribly. Like Yeah, really awfully, badly. Awful. I mean it it was bad in two thousand and sixteen. It's horrendous now. Yeah. I just think it's so unfunny. I just don't think that I don't feel like you should have to warrant off other people's discomfort for you to have to be funny. Like, that's not humour then. No. Like, you're, you, <laughs> that's just bullying. No, it's it's bullying. Like, let's call it what it is. It's just racist. It's just homophobic. It's just sexist. The that's it? Amount, like, it's not funny. We, I was half an hour into this film. and it's the so amount fucking of, racist. The amount of sexist, the amount of homophobic jokes there. Like, we Ooh. have moved past calling gay men girls. Like, come 
the fuck on? Like, and it is no excuse that it was written into the into the script because this guy is an old man who is, you know, set in his ways. That is not an excuse anymore. And I know it was written yeah. like that, but I hate it so much. And I hate, like, all the jokes about, like, all the sexist jokes about women and then, like, but then also objectifying women at the same time because you want to sleep with yeah. them. Yep. Yeah, Awful. I agree. I can't even be asked to, like, discuss the plot, realistically. It was just more okay, kind of yeah, just, like, the bad I don't things. think you need to. Yeah, I don't think we need to. But basically, the reason why I think this is a bad film is because I cannot fucking believe that they actually got paid to make this film. It makes me so angry. And this is what I'm talking about when I say, like, why people get away with so much fucking bullshit. This is actual, absolute crash. Like, this... Sorry, trash. this is a nightmare like of a train wreck film and they got 25 million dollars to make this film i just don't understand it like if this film was written by if this film was written by a black person you best believe that it wouldn't be made exactly this is so much money to like for there's no this is not like how is this like a good career choice like yeah i just I don't understand. Okay, so I think we need to caveat this as well by saying the way that this kind of this script kind of came into circulation was that it was on one of those like um, I don't know if anyone's ever like knows anything about scripts and how it works and stuff, but I'll just break it down and say that there was there's like a black list of films that have not films, sorry, scripts that have um, like a full script and they kind of go in circulation because nobody wants to make them. So this was on one of those lists. And then they just... pulled that out of the pile to be like, yes, we're going to make this. And yeah, we got Robert fucking De Niro to make this. Like, I just think it's wild. And I just don't understand, A, who it's for and why they needed to make it. Like, there's films that have comedic value and, you know, last last the test of time. And there's ones that kind of um, create, like, a comedic kind of wave. You know, there was that, like... <sighs> period of time where they did super bad and um those kind of seth rogan films and you know get into the greek and forgetting sarah marshall where it's kind of a bit darker the humor is a bit more risque and raunchy but also kind of sad and quite funny and you know they have all these plot points that you kind of didn't see on screen and like male nudity and all of this kind of stuff whereas in this it's kind of like they picked not the best bits of those films but the worst bits of all of those films and then smush them all in together. Because I love me some Robert De Niro, but he was not good in this film. He has historically been very good in comedy films like Meet the Fockers. He's brilliant. Is, is, love it, him as Jack Fokker. It's like a classic. But, it's a like classic yeah. comedy where we know that he can. Ha- he has that comedic time, that comedic value. The, the timing is really good. And he can play like a negative, like cynical man, but still be funny. Mm. Whereas like... Mm. I think this is a bad film because the comedy is really cheap and it's like, yeah. it's literally, it's either gross out comedy, which like is, you know, talking about shit and like, you know, dicks and uh, vaginas and all this kind of crap that is like not funny because it's just not, yeah. or it's shock value comedy because you are so yeah. surprised that this has actively been said or happened or done yeah that yeah. you don't know you don't know you, your natural reaction is to laugh because and they just count that as a laugh because, because yeah because what else are you supposed to do because you're you so know? you're so uncomfortable and it's just yeah. like and it's such lazy writing and mm. if you're gonna and i do think that like a people in this cast are good comedic actors like and we've seen that Zac Efron can be funny he can also act mm, be si- mm. if he also can act seriously like we've seen it so Ah, oh, they should have kept this script in the in the the pile of not stuff that didn't want to be made. It was so yeah, obvious. I just... Like, I want to know where the idea of it came from. Like, I want to know who was like, yeah, this is like this is a story that needs to be told. Yeah, because don't you feel it's also like slight, like slightly, it's like such a stereotype that like men finally like find it like they've been tied down for forty years and like you know they're finally I... set free and i like, hated that it's just like I hated it you have because i'm just like tied down you chose to be in the marriage and you actively participated in it it is your like you have it's like this oh, oh you got the old ball and chain like women are not like you talk about like it talks about women in such a bad way it's so i know i know annoying. but 
you know what? And it really pisses me off when they perpetuate the stereotype in like, we're in the 2000s at this point. What are you doing? Like, get over yourself, you little whiny fuck boy. Like, get over it. It came when... I, yeah, it came, I just hate it. it came, I hate it. Yeah, it, it, it was awful. And it came... It's like 2016 is always such a staple year for like anything because you've kind of got like the before times and after times because 2016 was mm. the US election. But this was before mm. the US election. So like... I know. I mean, I don't know my actual point I'm making, but like, I just always think of like 2016 as like a pivotal time. So yeah, like, like a year of change. Like I yeah. So I always like does also any of party the, came out like, that year too. So a year for terrible comedies. Yeah. So I always think like, does that have a direct effect of obviously like what mm. is coming out? But then realistically, that would just directly affect 2017 stuff, not 2016 stuff. Um, yeah. This was and also this script obviously was fa- said it was found in 2011. So. It was, it was a but, good five years old before it got even got made. Yeah, and I just, I just don't think that it's something that needed screen time. Like, I, I hate this. I hate it when people perpetuate perpetuate this notion of like, you know, I lost my wife and I loved her, but the first thing I want to do is fuck an underage girl. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, like um, I want to. I should have bleeped that. I should have bleeped that out. <laughs> but, well, no, you know, she's not underage. She's like of age, but she's just a college student. So there's a massive. But I mean, like, there's like what fifty years between them. Yeah, so basically, could be. It, it could is be, pedophilic. Yeah, they could be um, grandpa, like grandkids and a grandchild. Yeah, that's the whole. Point. And I just don't understand why, like, it's like, oh yeah, this is fine, and also it's just the whole premise of the yeah this, and also the whole premise of this film is just not is not gonna work. Like, no one's going to go to a college party and see a granddad and be like, oh, yes, this is the guy. Love that he's here. Absolutely yeah. not. I feel like, do you think... Oh, this might be moving for, too close. For, actually, we've kind of covered why we think it's a bad film. But, like, do you think if this was made by a British production company, British, written by a British guy, like a British scriptwriter, and it had a British cast, it would be different? Yeah, 100%. This, this film would not get made in England. For sure. Yeah, it's not Because like... this kind of humour is like, it's done. Like, the, it's the in-betweeners humour. It's done. Yeah, it's done. Like, we're it's over also, it now. But like, in-betweeners also do it well. Like, and that's why in-between... Well, I mean, that's debatable. That's well, if you like that kind of comedy, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, that's it, that. That's why like, in-betweeners was never, it was failed to be remade in the States. Because like, yeah. it's done... It doesn't work. It doesn't it's not work. the same. And also yeah. like, our humour is different. But it's also like, we caveat to like you know okay not caveat like give or take a few people i would say including my friend but most british people i'm not gonna generalize but like they think they like we like smart clever humor so like yeah that, i mean we're a nation based on satire and sarcasm like yeah you need that's, that's the like, kind of humor that we have like <laughs> humor like humor that is at the expense of other people generally will probably makes us uncomfortable but i think it makes like it's not something that we outwardly look for in humor mm, we don't mm. like like the if i think about all the stuff that's popular now comedy wise it's stuff that is you know observational like makes makes fun of a situation or makes fun of like you know the ridiculousness of like life instead of the yeah. ridiculousness of a person because they are a woman or because they are gay or yeah. because they are a person of color like that exactly like, that is not that's that is you can't like well one of the actual lines in this film is um, Robert De Niro laughing and he's just like oh you're just so gay and then the guy's just like oh yeah I'm black too and then Robert De Niro's like that's funny in a different way and I was just sitting there like how are you feeling okay but like that's not even and that, that's the thing it's not even on Robert De Niro or Zac Efron or all the cast it's on the writer like this is oh yeah 100% but I, it's not a funny line like it's I, not it's not funny yeah, it's really <laughs> I not. just don't I just like I was just sitting there with like some sort of cognitive like this cognitive dissonance and I was just sat there with my hands on my head like what I don't understand what's happening also I can't believe the extended version was only an hour and 40 because I felt like I was watching it for my whole life it was awful yeah Amazon don't have I can't I don't think they have a speed up setting no, it's really bad. Which is like um, something Amazon needs to sort out. They've got a fuck ton of money. They could just add that on. Like Netflix. No, it's not that deep. Doing. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because um, sometimes that's what me and Holly do. Watch them in fast forward. Because sometimes you, I just cannot bear to watch some of these films. And this 
is one that I wish my brain had not seen. I don't think that we, I mean, I was going to say, I don't think, I don't think that we could change this to make it a good film. I think the way to make it a good film would be to not make it. Or I guess if it was to be rewritten for now, I wonder if like gender bending it. I just don't think it's funny, babe. There's nothing. But there's no reason like, to say that. Like the premise it of it's not funny. Yeah, the premise of it's not funny. And then they have this like stupid little, um, <laughs> I don't even want to call it a love story, but a love story in it where he's like, uh, Zac Efron's character is coming into his own, realizing that he doesn't want to be a lawyer. He wants to be a photographer, of course. And, you know, falling for um, Zoe Dutch's character. I don't know what her name was. Shardia. Her name was Shardia. And I was like, why does she have a Middle Eastern name? Why does she have an Arabic name? I don't understand. Um, anyway, fine. Well, I'll suspend my disbelief. You know, it's fine when white people are called Chardia, but brown people can't be called Chardia. They have to have, like, names like Shannon or some shit like that. Anyway, <laughs> any point, different point. Um, But yeah, I just don't understand what that kind of interval was because it felt like then it couldn't pick what it wanted to be. Yeah. Like, if you're yeah. going to go for a gross-out comedy, be a gross-out comedy. Like, there's a film called... That is a terrible film that I watched at uni, but in my dorm room with my friends, not in cinema, called Sex Drive. Have you ever seen it? I feel like I've say- seen it. I feel like I saw it yeah. a long, long time ago, though. Like, yeah, and that's a really stupid film, but like it's funny because it's so stupid, but it also it does not hold up. Like I would ne- never watch it again. Um, but it's kind of one of those films that you watch at uni and then never watch again or always forget about. But I always kind of compare it to these kind of films because that was such a gross-out comedy film but they and it really lent into that yeah it committed to it it committed you've got to go full force and this one doesn't <laughs> exactly because it's just like if you're trying to be that then go for that right don't then try and put in these like father son um estrangement vibes and then you know all of that i want to i want to be a good dad blah 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 i want to be a good son i hate my fiance and because she's not right for me and I don't know why I let other people make my decisions for me blah 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 and it's just like pick one you can't have both yeah there's too much going on it kind of like and it's also like this whole Robert De Niro being like you know a colonel for like the secret service I was just like oh this feels like so much <laughs> oh yeah like, I forgot like, about that this like feels like so much like meet the fuckers like it's just like you're kind mm. of like the same character but worse like you're just like yeah it's like a, a it's like a bad tracing it's like someone's like own bad drawing or something it's so stupid yeah. um I really disliked I was going to bring up that whole kind of like subplot of like you know him not spending time with his own son him mm. like judging Zac Efron and his own son uh, for like becoming a lawyer and following in like the family footsteps and like you know <sighs> commit to what yeah like we said commit to one thing it's so annoying I also yeah. got really annoyed because I love I really think Jason Manzoukas is a funny actor and he's really mm. and he's really hilarious he has a really not to plug another podcast <laughs> but he has another he, not especially another film one but he has a really good yeah. po- podcast he's really funny I just didn't, I just think that they like, they really tried to like be hilarious by calling him Pam. And I was just like, this doesn't land. It really, <laughs> it bugged me for some reason. It's not funny. Yeah, it's, it's like, not why, a funny but plot what, point. What, 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 like, why is like calling a guy a woman's name like hilarious? Like, why is that? Like, what, like Americans? Explain That was this. my favourite line that from Jason Manzoukas though. It's Pam, short for Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> he does know Love how it. to like, he doesn't know how to execute a line very well. Like yeah, wrote... I mean, he's he is he just playing himself at this point? Who knows? Don't know. He was in he was in John Wick, so I feel like that's the, probably the furthest yeah. away he's been himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ever. But then also he's Adrian Pimento, so shout out, same guy. Shout out, yeah. shout out to the shout legend, out. the le- the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> 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 Only real ones would know that reference. No, sorry, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, a, oh, it's, a, it's a very common show. Everyone knows what Brooklyn Nine Nine is. Also, we haven't talked about. Adam Pally. Hate it. Yeah. Annoyed that so, he was even in the film because I like yeah. him. Yeah. So people might recognise him from stuff like he was on the Mindy Project. Yes. Um and and um and happy endings. Yeah, thank you. And he's one of those actors that he can deliver a line, 
and he always plays like a really weird version. I feel like he's playing a version of himself. Again, he's kind of like Jason Manzukis in that he's a character actor. But mm. this film, like, what is this? Mm. Like, what is this? Not only is he like fully racist, but then he's just, it's not, but it's not funny. Like, and none of it's funny. Like, even the stuff that he's saying about being like a dog breed or whatever. Like, I feel like it was very graphic, but for very little comedic reward. Like, there's actually no comedic reward. But I just don't, I didn't understand it. And I don't understand why he, again, he, why he's one of those people that is so recognizable because he's always that person. Um, why he would take this. Yeah, I really got felt so uncomfortable at the big like the opening scene of this film is that at the grandmother's funeral and all like yeah and he's purposely just causing a scene and it's like I don't get how this is is funny like I don't get this is uncomfortable and so like yeah. is that like I guess that's what shock humor is is like you make the audience so uncomfortable that all they can do is laugh but that's not like positive is it like why would you write a comedy to make people uncomfortable when you can make a comedy that makes people laugh, like because they are generally having fun and generally finding something humorous. Mm-hmm, like that's what mm-hmm. I don't get. And uh, I mean, I, is it, we're getting a bit too deep over a dirty, over dirty grandpa, but like, you no, know, but it's, it, like, it's, it's, just, it's, it's so annoying because it's yeah, it's like a is... case in point of, of Hollywood. And like, I don't understand why these films still get made when people don't like them. Like I'm pretty sure this has a really bad, critical consensus and also didn't like it probably did well in cinema because people thought that it was going to be different to what it was i think the trailer i think it was like one of those like like we did we got caught out by the trailer like it's one of those comedies that makes the trailer looks really makes it look much more hilarious than it actually is and doesn't have obviously it's a trailer so it's it's published everywhere so it can't have or published like shown everywhere so it can't have all the Mm -mm. like crude comedy in it it can have like all the like the actively like the 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 one-liners that like sound funnier because they're in a trailer than they actually are in a film because like you've got those always got those bits in films that like you know are trailer cuts or bits for the trailer um but yeah i just agree i don't i really i think like it's just and also danny glover was in it He's iconic. I know! And he's so wasted in this film. He's very wasted in this film. Um, just really frustrating. I, one bit I really disliked, and it was like... It felt so chaotic, this whole film. So there was like so many things that happened. But like one of the things was just like the amount of like, like anti-Semitist jokes. I so... I was just like, guys, oh. like, we've already ticked off sexism, homophobia, racism. Let's just... Why not just add another one? Let's just make fun of a whole yeah, other have, commu- community Apparently you have people. to go for it. Like, community of people that, like, haven't suffered at all historically. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, fine. It's fine. fine to, like, reduce, like, swastikas down to a dick joke. I know. I hate awful, it. Isn't it? And it's just like, guys, this like Zac Efron and Robert De Niro should be embarrassed that they have this on their like I'm in it on your CV. <laughs> Don't put this on your resume. <laughs> Is there like I know that we've said several times that we don't don't think this film should have been made, but like, is there what like? And I know the answer is probably going to be everything, but like, is there anything narrative that you would change, and or could it be like a TV show sort of thing? But I'm just going to be like, I'm assuming that the answer is no. <laughs> I don't see it as a TV. Like, I feel like the if you boil the premise down to grandpa wants to spend time with grandson, but also wants to get laid. That could be quite funny, right? Yeah. But there's only a certain way that you can do it. And it I feel like in I feel like I don't like that the butt of the joke is that he's able to sleep with college age girls. I feel like that's really kind of part of the quote unquote hilarity of the situation in this, which I really don't enjoy. And I feel like if you're going to do it, it kind of has to be with age-appropriate women for it to be funny. 
because you know like I guess like there's so much to unpack there where I think it's interesting it's an interesting plot right in that sexuality in older people is not talked about nearly enough as it should be like it just assume that older people don't have sex which is wild to me because obviously they do whatever um and that's kind of like the not funny but like you know one of the points of um acceptance in meet the fuckers you know and like it's quite it's it's funny when done well but this way i'm just like okay so really you just want to have sex with 21 year old girls yeah like don't you feel like that's messed up yeah there's like been a lot of i i agree and like i just don't think that's because obviously now we've like we're uh post like the me too movement we're not post though no no not post we're like like, (laughs) well we're post in kind of being a nap like we've we've had that big kind of open announcement yeah we're still with very much in it bill cosby just got released if you're watching the news today like but you know like, but, but, but it's okay but, but, it's okay but, but, we can still talk joke about like old men just having sex with young women for comedy values you know why not but also you know like free britney so yeah 100% <laughs> free britney also um yeah like so we're not like post it sorry that was the wrong wording but it was like more like we're 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 like on the other side of this big kind of reveal mm-hmm. and announcement and like the discussion and it's like so obviously this all of those jokes that are to do with like you know, the different, the age difference of stuff is just won't ever work because it's just too, it will hit so close to home to probably a lot of college A's like um, women, women who have probably have been followed home by old men and, yeah. or like, and just like the sexualization of college A's. assaulted by like, old yeah, men. Yeah, it's just awful. Also, I was thinking, because this, because we've, they've got the family side of this film where they, you know, it's bonding time. It's, uh, they've got like the family story arc, which I know we think is a bit pointless because they need to like commit to one thing. But it always reminds me of like, there have been other comedies where it's been like a road trip where it's been a parent and a son or like a parent and a child bonding over something. And like the one I can think of is a Seth Rogen and Barbara Streisand um, film called Guilt Trip which came out... Oh my gosh, yes! Which came out in 2012. Yeah. And I saw that, and I, like, it got mixed reviews, but, like, it were always... What did you think of it? I, like, enjoyed it, but I like both of those people. Yeah, (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say. I mean, me too, but, you know. Like, I didn't mind it, but it always, like, makes me think of... It's not, it's not, like, an uncommon trope that there's... Yeah, I mean, the road trip thing is not new, right? And neither is, like, as it used as a method of bringing two strange mm. people together it's just like other films have done it better whereas that this one was trying to do that plus fit a hundred different types of other tropes into something which mm-hmm. made it so chaotic and so like it was like you once you recover from one awful thing suddenly another <laughs> awful thing happened and you were just 100%. like i need to breathe like i haven't like and then like this is how i felt in the cinema i was just like i'm too i'm too overwhelmed i just had thai food i can't do it <laughs> I went to a Thai restaurant and now I'm here in like Norwich View struggling. <laughs> so it That's was too so it was funny. Too chaotic for me. And it's also like again, it's just nothing. It's like it's so it's such an experience to watch. You just know that you just know it's like you don't want to watch it again because it's so bad, but it's also you don't want to yeah. experience that feeling again for an hour and half an hour and a half, an hour and no. forty minutes. No. Yeah. But I feel like they will try and make a film like this again for sure because, like, it's written by a man. A man will write this again, hundred percent. It might be probably for like Netflix more than like cinema. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. But Netflix will probably like. I'm surprised. Know. To be honest, I'm surprised they haven't already done it. If Netflix can make bright, they can make anything. <laughs> and also, I kind of want to talk about the sexuality aspect of it as well because I know we've talked a lot about you know like sexualizing young women and stuff but I like also the fact that she's so um blasé about her sex not blasé uh, confident and you know um mm. like forward and all of this kind of stuff which I like to see in a female character because I feel like in these a lot of these comedies the girls don't have the, a, a backbone to stand on in a lot of them. Um, 
like Shadia's character in this, I was just like, forgettable. Don't care about her. Don't remember her really. Oh um, yeah, even like, Mary was like uh, the thing about her that her single quality is like her being psychotic. Yeah, oh, I hated Boring. that. I hated I that because it's like it's like a repeated trope of like you know, you know the grandfather was tied down to his wife for forty years, but now like you know the only like I think it was. Uh, I wrote down hate how this what the wife is written because Zac Efron says that he, she always gets really anxious because she doesn't know where I am all the time. I was like, no, it's probably because you're not giving her clarity. Like, yeah, but like, also just like no re- one is like this woman. No, like, I'm sorry, but no people, one is that highly strong. No normal woman is like this, and I just hate that it's a thing that is a trope that is always pulled out, especially it's like women a- are when when women are like <laughs> care about their wedding. And it's just like, oh, she's a bridezilla. Bro, you make us care about our weddings. Like, it's society, it's the pressure of society that makes us care about our wedding. And then you turn around and be like, you're... But also, like, obviously she cares if you're not doing a damn thing. <laughs> like, I just don't understand. It's, it's... You're very unhelpful. Why I do don't know you... what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. If you're not going to make an... If you're not making an effort and not contributing to your own thing and your own marriage, why are you surprised that people get annoyed at you? I just don't. Anyway... So, besides, so those are the so those are the other two female characters in this film. There's not that many, to be fair, um, considering it's a film about a man wanting to find a, a woman. I guess to have sex, which is different, but whatever. Um, mm. So there's only like three female mm. characters in this, and then so you have like a psychotic woman, and then you have uh, Shadia, who's kind of. I guess supposed to be bohemian and carefree and, you know, unsure of her her place in the world and whatever, whatever, fine. And then you get Aubrey Plaza's character, who is just, like, very sure of herself, very sure of her sexuality, like, tells it how it is, love to see it. And then everyone's just like, you're such a slut. Like, that's one of the jokes in this film. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. So you want to have sex with her, but as soon as she asserts her sexuality... It's, it's over for you. She's like, <laughs> she's and, and, yeah, as, as soon as she's like openly confident about who she is, it's like, yeah. you're not like, she can't, she can't be confident unless it's like on your terms. Yeah, that exactly. so annoying. Like, but that's why I also her. found it interesting because, so Robert De Niro's character is called Dick, of course. Because um, that's hilarious. Yeah, never yeah, heard, yeah. Never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so shit keeping that in it's love it so... <laughs> um, so annoying yeah I know but it's nice to see like I know we've just ragged on like older men and blah 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 but it's nice to see it in a non-predatory way in that like you know she openly says like I want you and he's just like yeah me too and it's not like they're playing games or whatever but it's interesting that it has to come from a man so much older than her and then these boys like that surround her. They're just uh, the way that they're shown as like they're animals. Like they don't have two brain cells between them. Yeah, I hate frat guy. Go- I hate like frat just, guy tropes just... and stuff as well. But like, like, don't you think it's stupid? Because yeah. like, aren't these aren't these supposed to be like people that go to college are supposed to be like quote unquote smart, right? Yeah, but... I mean, not everyone that goes to college is smart. I understand that. But what I'm saying is that these people will then be like the future leaders of your country or whatever. And then this is how you portray them in film. Like, yeah. Also, like the okay. first, the first, the first time we meet these frat guys, like that, it's like instantly, in, it's like right off the bat. Like we knew we like you could see it a mile off. Yeah. Like, fat jokes. Like yeah, yeah. Away from me, men. Can don't, we not? Men do not need them. Like men have as many body issues and many problems with their their body as women. Just do. nobody need like, just. You don't need to talk about anyone's weight. It's not funny. It's, it's not it's, funny. Like, it's, like, it's not funny. And it's like, if you were in that real life scenario, if some old dude was like commented on my friend's body and was like, yeah, like, and said, made a comment about if they were overweight or whatever they looked, you can tr- trust that nowadays no one would laugh. But it's like, you guys are all shitty people that you laughed and you didn't stand up for it. And it was like constant. And it was just like, you know, when like, it kind of came to the point where, like, these jokes were so constant that it was like, this guy obviously doesn't know how to, like, socialise. It was one of those, like, mm. where, you know, mm. someone is, like, trying to fill the silence so they keep trying well, to I talk. mean, he's just a ba- very badly written character. They just didn't give a shit about what he had to say, you know? 
He's a main but... character. Oh, no, sorry. I, I thought you were talking about the guy that he was no. making the fat jokes off about. No, no, just like the Robert De Niro's character. It's just like, yeah. it's just one thing after another, after another, after another. And I'm just like... <sighs> I know. Mm, I know, I know, I know, I know. I just... Uh... I just don't know how this one's not out of circulation yet. <laughs> I can't believe it's come to Amazon Prime. As like, also, just the fact that we haven't we haven't really mentioned that we watched an extended version of this film because it's the only one available on Prime. I didn't even and know I was that there was like, an extended version. Like, who, of all films that have an extended version of it, why were this Exactly, one? exactly. <laughs> and I think the tagline is like, dirtier, funnier, or... um something like that and it was just so bad yeah and then the, like the extendedness is that you see a lot more full frontal penis and that you see an extended bit at the end where audrey plaza's character and robert de niro's character have a baby and zach efron and zoe Deutsch are the godparents and then it turns out that like he's married her and she's now zach efron's <laughs> grandma what? Don't feel like it was worth an extra ten minutes to the film, you know? No, definitely not. Um, I mean, we can move on to reviews because, like, to be honest, like, there's so much stuff about reviews and critic reviews that it can probably is worth discussing. It's just hilarious. Yeah, we should we should talk about that. But can we first talk about props and costuming and stuff? Oh yeah, go 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 go. Do you have a favorite? Do you have anything that stand out to worth mentioning? Uh, the fucking Hornet fanny pack. Oh I... oh god that what a journey my lord what did i just watch also i feel like the scene that really stuck with me because again they find this hilarious i don't know the why. child molester scene i yeah. hate it like how is that funny it's not funny it's such it's like it's not like that isn't it's no the wrote the guy that wrote this needs to <laughs> literally like, like he needs a lesson of what is funny. Like, did no one, yeah. like, fact check? Like, not it's not even fact check it. It's just, like, did anyone, like, hold this to a certain specific bar of comedy for it to pass? I wonder if this was, like, uh, shown, like, screenings were shown, like, test screenings were mm. shown of this film. I doubt it. Because I feel like it, yeah, I feel like it definitely wouldn't have made the cut if people saw this. Because there's some things that you just, are just not funny, like, and never will be funny. Like, child molestation is one of them. Not yeah, funny. also just like I don't know. There's like there must come a point where you know making a film like this, like you have to take a step back and you think, am I really, you know, making something good? And I wonder if that ever happened. No, of course not. But no, of I think not. that that prop is like a standout. Yeah, for, for sure. Me. I There's... just wanted to also say that the costuming for everyone except. Aubrey Plaza and maybe Robert De Niro was atrocious. Oh god, Zac Efron looked like he was obviously supposed to be like a preppy kind of like college lawyer or whatever, like you know, a, you know that kind of guy. But yeah, I, I mean, they kept referring to him as the lesbian granddaughter. And I was just like, oh my god, again. But like, explain the joke. Explain the joke yeah, to me. Like, like how does this? like what are you laughing at? You're laughing at the word Have lesbian. Ever, I'm sorry, but oh, a lesbian would never wear. Chino pants like that. <laughs> well, it's just Absolutely like, not. It's just like also it's just again it's like a stereotype and f- stereotypes aren't yeah. funny. Yeah, I'm so sick and tired um, of like men writing comedy. Like should, they just never should be allowed because they don't not? again don't know what is funny because all they can think of is making f- jokes about women. I know. And like, like here, do you think actually? Do you think this film was inspired by the Hangover series? Feels like it. Do you think the Hangover I feel series like that, did it better? I don't think it. Yeah, but also I, I only think, I only feel like I was invested in the first Hangover, and then I. I haven't. The rest I, have, of I haven't yeah. seen the other two because I just don't care. But I, I think mean, no reason to. Yeah, but I think the Hangover again, like Hangover, but, the Hangover is like is a like, turning like a staple. Like it's one That's of those iconic, exactly what I was gonna say. Like iconic comedy films, like ever that people go back to because it's just yeah. like part of the. It has such a cultural impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I I completely agree with you because I think that maybe why this got pulled out of that black 
whole void. Yeah. You know, like, or maybe it could be the next hangover, or maybe it could be the next whatever, whatever, super bad. And it's not, because it's just not... It doesn't, like, the jokes aren't funny, and they don't land well, like, I can't believe they say the N-word in this, I'm not black, but I was offended. But, like, any person with a brain would be offended. But I'm also like, okay, cool, so this is the role you're going to give black people in this film. Like, because also, forgot to mention, there's literally no fucking colour of people of colour except for the one gay guy that they mercilessly take the piss out of for a long time and he's basically a walking stereotype anyway yeah it's like they're not fleshed like none this is that's the thing even none of the characters are actually fleshed out which is shocking because like it's it's not exactly like a big cast it's like you've got about five main focal points and it's like none of them have had any time or effort it's more just like the scenarios that they've been they are forced mm-hmm. into has got has mm-hmm. more effort like has had more writing to it um yeah which only... is true c- considering it's like an yeah. hour and more than an hour and a half as well you know you think oh, you would have seen more exactly the one thing that mm-hmm. i kind of did slightly laugh at, and it's like not and like it but it's not jokes at the expense of a person it's i will always for whatever reason find jokes about florida funny because yeah. we all, because we all it's know, Florida, yeah. Because we all know that Florida is shit. Like politically, yeah. we know that they're just such a pain. It's like yeah. ingrained into my head since, like, from the Simpsons. Like, they there's an episode where they take the piss out of Florida and the Simpsons. Uh, it's just like, just anything to do with Florida, like, is kind of funny because it's kind of true. There's a truth yeah. to it. Whereas I think in all the other comedy, there's nothing true about it. So. That that's like maybe the as far as I'd go as saying like oh I got a bit of a chuckle here and there, but like because it's slightly observational and that's probably the closest it will get closest it will get to like British humour. But yeah, please a grain of salt. Like it's very very far. Okay, I have one bit that I liked in this film, and that was when Zac Efron did karaoke, and it just made me cackle so hard. <laughs> Because I was yeah. just like, oh my god, High School Musical, High School Musical, and then they're like dancing, and he's spinning her around, and I was just like, oh, oh like, this, this, they put this in for all the High School Musical stands fans, that came yeah. here for Zac Efron. Yeah, exactly. That was that was literally me. That was me and my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, wouldn't it have been so messy if it was just like you know, uh, like the same songs that they sung in High School Musical? Yeah, yeah they wouldn't. Have Can done you that. imagine? They wouldn't have done that. But oh, oh that, that's why I like yeah. that. That's the thing. I think that's like. You've also got to think like the kind of the audience, the type of audience that went to see this in 2016 are probably the same audience that sat and watched like High School Musical for the first time and like when they were younger teens. So they mm-hmm. probably like followed like like me. I do this with Nick Jonas as well. Followed their <laughs> career. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just being supportive fan. Not like yeah. it's more just like you know, I watched Jumanji and I just get real happy that he's there. Um, I mean, Jumanji's a good film, though. Oh, that's so good. Considering, I, I love. I think I really enjoyed I, it. I think they're really good films. I just see I, that's that's comedy to me. Jack Black playing a teenage girl, funny. Do you know what? Actually, love it. I don't think that trope will get old. I think it's hilarious because I think it's a real challenge for a grown man to feel that comfortable to like play a mm. like a young girl. And I've just watched a film where it happens again <laughs> and it's <laughs> Vince Vaughn playing a teenage girl and it's hilarious because also he's like he's a serial killer at the same time oh that's the film that you went to watch that's yeah. so funny it's hilarious I felt and also I went to see it by myself and I'm not good with horror films and I laughed so I felt yeah, it's like a comedy I felt, horror right? I felt it's Love a comedy it. well it's a comedy horror it's very heavily inspired you can tell like the inspiration from Scream is there yeah. which I really appreciated I really liked but I really like it when like actors like obviously feel really confident in themselves to like you know do that kind of stuff and like that's like why I really like Jumanji and I just think that also that all the comedy in Jumanji is not at the expense of other people so mm. it's fine it's all good um but yeah, okay. Did you want to guess the ratings? Are we ready for that? Have you covered everything that you want to mention? I think so. To be honest, I'm surprised we've got so far in because I really didn't have anything to say. I just don't like hated it. this film. Yeah, it's awful. And also, can I just say, I feel like I've said this before, mm-hmm. but this is truly the worst film I've ever seen. I feel like, I mean, I've, I've said this before in that, like, I've said... 
I can't believe I watched that film. But this is, I've never said this before, which is, I actually think this is the worst thing that my eyes have ever seen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on screen. I'm mm-hmm. very, um, <laughs> I'm very upset that I'll never get that time back. Is it, worse than, is it worse than Aragorn? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. cool, cool. Because at least like Aragorn was, <laughs> Aragorn was bad, to be fair. But it was hella boring. Bally's like, they weren't just being hella offensive all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just couldn't, ha- I, just, I can't handle offensive humour. It's just not funny. I just don't think it's funny. And Maybe, I should have caveated this. Yeah. You went to see it in the cinema and I started watching this with my family and then was like, nope, got to turn this off. Goodbye. Yeah, because it's so se- never saw I it. Think because it's like a sex comedy, right? So it's like, yep. and it's Don't considered, do that, guys. It's, considered it it's considered a sex comedy. And... To me, there's nothing really that hilarious about sex. Like, I don't find that... Like, that humour is just not funny to me because it's just... Because I think it's cheap and it's lazy. I think, like... Yeah. I, and I've said this already before, but, like, just... If you're going to write a comedy, make it smart. Like, make it clever. Like, you know... But also, you not all comedy to... is smart or clever. Like, there is comedy that is, like... You know, people like some sort of... Some kind of... I like... I'm not sa- Yeah, I'm not saying that I don't like silliness. But... I like silliness and I appreciate it and I find it really funny... I just mm. don't think that, th- that this is the worst example of silliness. Yeah, for sure. For real. Right. What was the rating you gave it? I gave it a one. I gave it a 0. 0.5. <laughs> I think that's my lowest one. Lowest no, actually, one. I think I gave a zero to someone else. Maybe to cats. But this gets say- a 0. 0.5. Is this, because... is this worse than cats? Yeah. 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 But this gets 0. 0.5 because Aubrey Plaza. She saved it. She gave the one. Then she gave yeah. the zero point five. Yeah, I yeah. gave it really low. Okay, do you want to guess the IMDb out of ten? I feel like it's going to be bad. Like three and a half. Mm-mm-mm. You'll be surprised. Higher. You'll be surprised. Yeah. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Five. Bit close. Like close. Oh no! What was it? Tell me. Five point nine out of ten. <gasps> nearly, nearly, no! nearly 60%. Ew! Crazy. It's gross, isn't it? Rotten That's Tomatoes? disgusting. Rotten Tomatoes is going to be bad, like... Oh my god, wait. Is it worse than... Sex and the City 2? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so like... Yeah. <laughs> 11%? Oh! Yes, exactly! Did yes! <laughs> yes, you did it. Exactly 11%. Yeah. yeah, I Crazy, would still yeah. argue still a bit higher, still still a bit higher than I would have expected. But fine. Uh, it's way too it's, it's still way too, it's way too high. Like both of those yeah. both of those ratings are way too high. Um, Five point nine on IMDb. Are you feeling okay? <laughs> no, but critics like panned it. It was it, um, it was considered several. It met with negative critical reception, and several critics called it the worst film they had ever seen. Which is one hundred percent agree. Quote unquote, sh- Miss Shanana Pagela. <laughs> she quote- said it first. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, it was really badly reviewed. It was received negative reviews um, because of its gross out and shock humour, but also because mm-hmm. it was considered sexist, homophobic, and racist, obviously. Um, the Hollywood Reporter said, even though the humour, even though humour is subjective, it can definitely be stated that Dirty Grandpa is utterly unfunny. Thank you. Agree. Um, the une- there was uh, they were also critical of the uneven tone of the film, and I think kind of similar to us, like it doesn't have the courage to, you know, commit to one thing, which meant that mm. it was really clunky. Which is like, which is why, like, it was overwhelming. It was clunky. It just didn't have a consistency to it, which I, obviously, everyone appreciates in a film, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um. So, if Dirty, if Dirty Grandpa isn't the worst movie of 2016, I have some serious cinematic torture in my near future. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is so oh, funny. Man. I feel like to be a film critic and have to watch films like this would be awful. Like, I felt like I needed a shower after this film. After yeah, I watched it, it. Like, it is so grimy, isn't it? Yeah, it's so yeah grimy. you feel grim after you've watched it. Yeah, the what? only the only positives from this film, everyone says, is Audrey Plaza's performance because she like 
and she stated that she really like she took the role on because it would it it was unlike anything she's played before and it gave mm-hmm. her the chance to have like do body comedy which she's yeah. never really done before um um oh my god okay so um the guardian said the gross up comedy takes de niro fans to enter a new emotional phase that i can only call post despair <laughs> We are past what, being what mood. We are past being astonished and horrified. We are just numbly resigned to the great man's continue to a great man to continue doing things like this. Oh. <laughs> Imagine! Ouch. No, it's so funny. That's like, that's might be my favorite review. Just the fact that they're just having to De Niro fans just having to like deal with the fact that he's making bad choices. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, well. Can I just say? One thing though, there's some critics that really liked it. So this Who? person wrote, the so fuck? this person wrote a re like a new article. So it came out in May 2021. Um, Dirty Grandpa, hear me out. It's a good film. Is there <laughs> someone the... standing up for this film? Yeah. So I'm just gonna read oh. you the last paragraph because I'm just like, oh no. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of bad films in my life. Any critic who thinks Dirty Grandpa is a contender for worst film of the year isn't just lucky. They're a showboating snob. To fret that farce is beneath an artist betrays an underestimation of what a raising laugh, raising a laugh entails. If mm. I had to rewatch this or The Irishman, I know I'd go for this in which one of America's most iconic actors looks like he's having a stupid amount of fun. Me and Holly both just put our thumbs up. Alright. Sorry, that was very like visual. <laughs> We're on a podcast. Alright. Alright. <laughs> I know. Who you wrote cannot... this? A woman wrote this, a white woman, but a woman. Come on. Girl, Can we not? I don't Girl, you're I, wrong. I can't even Ugh, white women yet again. <laughs> but also they someone else. The bane um, of our lives. Someone on talkfilmsociety.com These sound like wrote, legit, Dirty legit. Grandpa, why am I laughing? Because you're... Sh- Actually, I know, I, I know. Like, but, like, literally wrote a whole essay because you're stupid on and why they any- like it. Because you don't have taste. You're laughing because you don't have taste <laughs> and you don't understand what humour is. Like, you don't... Yeah. Because you find the laughing at the expense of other people funny. And that is... A, that's an indication of how you are as a person. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I don't know. I just like don't know how people could be like. Oh yeah. So some of the lines from this film that I've written down are. <laughs> I don't even want to say them, um, but are like. Oh, where did I? Let's get in that giant labia you drove here in. Oh, I hate it. Yes, the car. Yep. What, because the car's pink. pink. Because wow. it's pink. Um, yeah. Aubrey Plaza at one point says, party some babies into us. Absolutely not. Um, one of them is, what are you fucking... No, sorry. What are you fucking vagina repellent? <laughs> and then, like, just when <laughs> um, Zach Efron is wearing the Hornet fanny pack, he just smokes crack, and then they start chanting, USA. USA and I was just like wow great this is comedy peak comedy apparently the uh, uh, the only um the only line I wrote down from the film is about Florida and it says this is <laughs> this is Florida this place is a is a licensed gun range <laughs> and then the next but, one is like but this that is, is funny that's funny and then this is Florida these people don't matter and I was like ouch <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe. Oh dear. I mean, politically, no. that's dependable. That debate, that's like, mm. you guys. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> can I can I tell you one thing before we finish that will blow your mind though? Yeah, and I want to hear your opinion. So prior to casting Robert De Niro, do you know uh, who else was considered to the? Blue? Yeah, like Jeff Bridges, I think as well. And Michael freaking Douglas. Michael Douglas. Like Catherine Zeta Jones's husband. Michael Douglas not- is literally like has been like. Nine, like 90 years old for the last 10 fucking I, years I know like, I know how, can I we not I don't even know how he does Marvel films so let alone how is he going to be doing this also different film with both of them because they are both too sleazy to do this film yeah 
You know what I mean? Yeah. In Michael I... Douglas's portrayal, it would be sleazy. It Jeff so Bridges creepy. is like, is like you know that that kind of grandpa that you don't want to be around, like you don't want to be left alone with. Absolutely not. Like no, they bring you. a different image of the character, don't they? If it was them. yeah, Robert De Niro, I think is like what's tricked here. I mean, to be honest, they probably just tricked people into seeing this one because of the two main cast. Like mm-hmm. they got the young, they got the younger audience because of Zac Efron, and then they got the older, kind of like more established. It's like oh, Robert De Niro is having a break from serious acting to do a comedy. Wow, that's really brave of him. And then yeah. they like they're like oh, they picked this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. but I mean, also this film made a hundred and five point two million dollars at the box office, which wasted, wasted. Blows my mind. Wasted money. No. Um. Anyway, that's it. I think I think we've we're tired. <laughs> yeah. This film is exhaustingly bad. Don't watch it, please. Just don't watch it. Watch a better comedy. There's so many out there. Yeah. Also, if you did watch it, can you tell us why? Just yeah. tell me why. Like, it, po- comment on our Instagram and tell tell me in one line why I'm you, actually, re- why you like, watched it. I'm so I annoyed. Know. I mean, we've all got cine- films that we were annoyed that we had to go to the cinema for. This is my one of my ones. I'm so annoyed. Mm. I will never forgive my friend. Yeah, this is like me going to see Sausage Party. Bad time. What a year. 2016 was a year for us all. Yeah, it was like... It felt like a... Everything changed after that year, but we've already discussed that. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, see you next week. Send us mm-hmm. some recommendations. Uh, Please. Like, you know, stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, some... Stay safe. Carry a mask. Also, mask. it's coming Wear home. Wear your nose. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh my God. You know, but this episode is going to come out in two weeks and people are going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Firstly, oh, mate, I t- and secondly, if we yeah. don't fucking win, Holly... This is on you. No, I literally texted a group chat that has a Canadian in it and a French girl in it. And I said, it's coming home. And the Canadian girl was like, is this to do with football? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Of course it is. What else are we talking about? Of course Nothing. It is. This is the summer. This is literally England's summer. It's coming yeah. home. We have been locked up in our house and it's fine. And like now we're, it's finally coming home. Oh, I'm so excited. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Bye. See you next week. <laughs> okay. Cool. Do you love the Bad Film Club? Consider supporting us through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you want to give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in our show description to support us in any way that you can. We really appreciate it.